Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, Episode 29. What we understand is that when a person gets physically sick, that is the last stage of the sickness. It shows up and you feel it physically. It's been there for some time. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe podcast. We have another great, amazing interview for you this week. Today, we are joined by Kajara Niaya. Kajara, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings, sis. Great to have you on the show. Yes, yes. And uh, before we dive into this today's interview, what we like to do is just share a little bit about you, Kajara, with our audience and about some of the amazing work that you're doing. Kajara Niaya is the founder of Ra Seiki Arts Temple. She is the author of four books, Ra Seiki Comedic Reiki Level 1, Comedic Reiki Level 2, Light as a Feather, and I Get Energy from the Sun. Kajara is a Heal Thyself Ambassador of Wellness, medicine woman, priestess, community activist, African holistic health consultant, spiritual warrior, sacred woman, educator, mother, tree hugger, and nature lover who has dedicated her life to promote health, wellness, and natural living to our community. In addition to the writing of three books, Ross Seiki Comedic Level 1, Ross Seiki Comedic Level two, I get energy from the sun. Mukajar has also published two additional books with the Raseki Arts Temple for Elevation in 2013 and Speaking with Spirit in 2014. She has also written articles for three other books, Sister Vegan, Natural Dread of Atlanta, and Magical Calabash. The, the mission of Raseki Arts Temple is to promote health and wellness in our community and to share ancient techniques of healing to all ages. Ra Seiki Arts Temple has over 200 students in cities across the U.S., some in Canada and the Caribbean. Yes, that is that is great. That is great. You're doing all of the all of the necessary things for uh, for healing and empowerment that uh, normally aren't spoken about enough. Yes. And uh, we're just uh, happy that you're doing the work that you're doing. Oh, good good I am very thankful for the work as well. It has been a beautiful journey. Um, and, you know, working with my people, that is what fills my spirit. You know, it's my purpose. So Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people out there that are just getting introduced to the amazing work that uh, that you do. And we're going to dive into that. Uh, a little bit later in the show. But before that, uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, who is Kajara? What is your personal journey that has led you on this path and uh, made you who you are and got you into the amazing work that you're doing right now? Okay, that's a big question. (laughs) 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 I would say that I was... I was truly born to do what I'm doing and 
the experiences that I had through my life led me to do what I'm doing. So um, I was always a child who was very aware of things, and I remember seeing things differently than other people saw them. So I had an opportunity to go to a Christian church, and I went to the Jehovah Witness thing. And so I got to see differences, Mm -hmm. and I realized at a young age they both thought they were right, and they both were condemning each other because Mm -hmm. this one thought they were better than the other one. And to me as a child, it just seemed very odd, you know, and out of alignment with what they were preaching. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, you know, experiences like that. Um, I remember learning to cultivate my own spiritual connection with my spirit guides. I was the only child, but I knew that I wasn't ever really alone. I could always feel, you know, presence around me. Um, I was always interested in crystals and rocks and herbs and eating healthy and so you know I began reading Heal Thyself by Queen Afua in 93 right after I graduated college so Mm -hmm. um, I had actually used that as a guide to learn to fast and to learn to work with the Neturu on a basic level Um, and you know Basically, it takes you on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Once you that that path or, or seeking knowledge or seeking truth, it truly is a journey. And it's like, you know, you take this step and it leads you to the next step and it'll lead you. And so, you know, that's pretty much how things happen for me. And um, I was just very open and willing to take those steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I started sweating you know, going to sweat lodge, I began um, worshiping with different spiritual systems. I was always attracted to drums. So if I went to a place and heard drums, I wanted to see, oh, you know, I could feel that it was fulfilling my spirit Mm -hmm. and was for me. So I went there, you know, I learned, I experienced and continued in that way. And, um, continue to develop my own spiritual connection to realize my purpose and to be able to put my lessons together so I can share them with others. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started working where my mother would say, I I always have had friends that need help. I've always been the one they come running to when they have problems Mm. um, of different types. And um, so I still do that work. And so I've also been to work with women um, through the Sacred Women work starting in the year 2000. And that journey, you know, really, I would say, um, established, not established, but heightened and heightened my connection with the Great Mother segment and with my healing energy mm-hmm. more and more. So, um, so yeah, I, I would just say it has led me there. 
and I, I'm very grateful for the path, as I said before. Yeah. Now, um, on your path of, you know, becoming uh, a healer and uh, a holistic health practitioner in every way, uh, just kind of looking at um, the state of health in, in our country, like what, what's your take on that? You know, what, what do you feel about the state of health in the United States right now? Oh, I feel like we are not healthy in the United States. Um, the food that we eat is not healthy. The food that is available to us is not healthy. Mm. The water, as we see with the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, is not healthy. Yeah. And we know that that is not an isolated case. We know that it is happening in other places right now while we're speaking. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, we have health issues in America. In our community in particular, we have the issues that everyone else has. But we have our own issues because of like supremacy and racism and oppression and poverty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and not our past, <laughs> you know, right. which we still have not healed from mm-hmm. um, because it, those memories of trauma, memories of this being taken, memories of our families being torn apart, it, affects us and our families right now mm-hmm. until you know really uh, do that work of reclaiming our culture and uh, reestablishing those connections with our ancestors and stuff like that you know that those wounds are still bleeding mm-hmm. <laughs> they're yeah. still opening and bleeding and we can see it because we're our community is, is um, you know, not as strong as we should be. You know, in a lot of places, we're killing each other, um, and we just don't support each other as much as we could. So there's a lot of sickness on different levels that we have to deal with. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's true. That there's a lot of a lot of healing that uh, that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that that you do a lot of things uh, with uh, your, your clients and your students, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the work that you do and uh, the power that it has to help people to heal themselves and to bring their bodies back into balance? Okay. We specialize in teaching genetic Reiki. And it is a practice that deals consciously with universal energy as well as our own personal energy. So it also, when we say universal energy, we mean everything in the universe that has energy. We can tap into it to heal ourselves, which is the same thing that our ancient ancestors did. And so we are basically using the lessons from the ancient ancestors to learn to manipulate and master energy, whether it's our own personal energy or energy that comes from sound or energy that comes from colors or energy that comes from crystals, even energy that comes from food and herbs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a holistic practice. We do um, work with 
all of those parts that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do also, um, it, there's even more to it <laughs> that right. I did not mention. Yeah. Because we work with the power of prayer, the power of focus, concentration, um, affirmations, all of those kind of things that you can't touch, but they're also very imp- important mm-hmm. to our health and to our overall wellness. Right. Um, so, um, you know, our ancestors lived in a holistic way. And so everything that we did, we did with meaning and with purpose and with spirit, you know, involved. And part of our work is to help reestablish that and to, you know, bring the, that knowledge and that information back to us because it is part of our power. Wow. And that is why they took it from us. <laughs> because mm-hmm. when we are um, standing in our power, we're able to build pyramids. And, you know, not just build them, but build them to last for 25,000 years or more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are the things that we are striving to bring to our community once again. So that, um, you know, we can see it happen once again. Those things and even greater things can happen. Right. Now, um, this is a concept that, you know, we've been speaking about on our shows, just energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of people, it's new. It's a new concept. So we've been kind of taking people on this journey of understanding energy better. Um, so that they can maximize their own personal energy and their own personal power. Um, can you give us an example of um, what what you do as far as like more specific as far as um, how you would use uh, the energy uh, to uh, to use that for a person to heal themselves? Okay, um, an example would be using sound, sound energy. Mm-hmm. So um, we all know that music is very important to us. We, we are moved by music um, in a negative or positive way. It affects us and it affects our energy. So we can use if we're not feeling good. And a lot of us go through stressful days and you know, you come home, you're not in a good mood. If you turn on some music that you like, some positive, uplifting music, it will turn your feeling around. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you can feel better just with that sound vibration. Wow. Um, you consume it. You hear it, and it goes into your brain, into your spirit into your heart and all of that. So you feel it and it moves you and shifts and heals you and that simple thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even having flowers around. You know, they always talk about women love flowers and they make women smile. Yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. Because of the fragrance that they give off and the bright, beautiful colors that radiate this bright, um, loving, high vibration energy. So when someone is in a hospital, you bring them flowers, it feels, makes them feel a little better because yeah. of the energy mm-hmm. that's coming off of those flowers, even after you cut them. 
the energy would last for days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, those things um, are things that we do and we don't even realize right. what we're doing. Right. So when we use it in a conscious way, then it becomes more powerful. Right, with and intention. Yeah. Um, and you know that you're a person who has to, um, you know, you have stress at work all the time and you know you got to do something to fight that. So, you know, you're going to set yourself a little routine up and have some good music there. Stop at the store, get your little flowers, put them on the table or by your bed. Make sure you got some good food to eat to keep your energy high. Um, those are things that anyone could do. Right. When we're doing work, you know, we use colors, we use crystals, we use um, instruments like drums or rattles or tuning forks, singing bowls, things that affect your energy in different ways. Um, we chant, we sing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And so, we, you know, we use everything that we can to help shift. Right. Somebody's energy. And what you're saying is is incredible because mm-hmm. it's 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 something that's really uh, what the average eye would could uh, perceive as being basic, but it's profound. It's like, you know, you're utilizing all of the things that um, promote positive, put you in a positive space. You know, so all these little things that we don't think about, you you take those things and you use them with intent. Mm. So if a person is down and uh, they're not feeling well, their their body is imbalanced, and now you you're putting them in the energy of beautiful flowers and um, beautiful colors and uh, beautiful fragrance. And then you're you're playing in the background, um, uplifting music, right? And then you're giving them uh, nutritious foods. Uh, the the healing power of of that alone, you know, can can lift the person up, you know, to a whole nother level. And then you you add on to it all of the other you know healing modalities of uh, herbs and you know tapping and you know all of the other things out there how could you not have have a shift for the better and you're constantly exposing yourself to that um every single day it's Um, truly taking a holistic approach yeah you're taking Mm -hmm. a complete holistic approach and and the way that you just kind of made it simple for people to understand i think um is great and it it makes me think about um like a hospital you know, I mean, I know we speak about this all the time. Uh, you know, the medical industry does have it have its place. However, I never looked at the hospital as like a um, a healing environment because you have those like fluorescent lights It's gloomy. You know, it, it's 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 colorless. Uh, you know, they just have the kind of like the, the sterile white. And uh, it's just like a the environment is very depressing, you know, and and it how how and, and you're supposed to be in a place of healing. Like, how can you raise your vibration when you're in such a a, a depressing environment? So uh, what you're saying makes so much sense. Do well, do well. And the you know this this country builds all of their institutions in a similar way. So. 
Right. That's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. Like when even even on a corporate level, when you look at, you know, just, uh, you know, just the corporate layout of a lot of these corporate, you know, buildings where, where people work and experience a lot of health challenges because of all of that stress that they're in and they're in those gloomy kind of life draining, energy draining environments, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. So I, I think what you're saying is, is great. Say that again. They like to put you in a box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so um for for people that, that want to uh begin to um change their energy and change uh the things around them, these are things that you can begin to do even uh you know in your in your workspace just to bring that the um the energy up and, and begin to change your environment and just be conscious of of these positive uh, energy things. So um, getting into your, in your, into your system specifically with doing the, um, the comedic Reiki, because I know that is uh, something that, you know, a lot of people are hearing for the first time, like what is done in a uh, comedic Reiki session? Okay. Um, in a comedic Reiki session, we are going to give you a smudging to clear your aura with some nice herbs and incense. We will um, also clear your aura with our hands or other instruments. We're going to check your energy field. So we will check your chakras, what we call aritu to see if they are aligned and active and moving as they should be. Um, and in a lot of cases, there are blockages there in those I read too. So we will spend some time working to break up those blockages. We will also use crystals in our sessions, applying them to the body or around the, the body. Um, and then, as I said, we will do some chanting, some singing, some praying. Each session varies a little because it's really based on what the person needs. Um, but they all do. Our Reiki sessions are not quiet. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> many people who practice other systems of Reiki um, it's a very quiet process, mm-hmm. you know, that side. But, you know, we are African and we're not real quiet with our things. So yeah. um, our sessions are very lively and interactive as well. So we may ask you to talk. We're going to ask you to do some breathing, may ask you to do some other things, you know, but everything we do pray always that it's for your highest good and for the highest good of us all. Right. So um, that's basically how it goes. Okay. And uh, you you mentioned uh, aura. You know, a lot of people, they hear this word aura and they have a general idea what uh, the aura is. But can you explain that a little bit? What What is the aura? The aura is a protective force field that surrounds all living things. It is there to protect you, 
and keep you away from things that are not good for you and to keep things that are not good for you away from you. Mm. So you may notice people who have a strong aura, folks can't just walk up on them. They come close and then they have to stop mm-hmm. because their aura is working. People who, you know, um, your aura is strong based on your thoughts, your emotions, and your energy. Mm-hmm. So if you have high vibration thoughts, high vibration energy, you have a strong aura. If your vibration and thoughts are low, your auric field may not be strong. And so, you know, people can attach themselves to you. People can come at you in different ways and stuff like that. You don't have as much protection. Mm-hmm. But it's to protect you spiritually. That's the purpose of it. Okay. Thank, thanks for that. Because I know, um, you know, just getting into this energy thing, we're also getting into, like you said before, like the unseen aspects of, of our health. And when we take a holistic approach, you have to look at the seen and the unseen and, right. bring, and bring it all together. So I'm happy to introduce uh, that concept to people. And you mentioned something else. You spoke about chakras. Can you uh, explain that a little bit as well? Because I know people hear that, but they, they're not quite sure exactly what chakras are. Chakras are energy centers. They're concentrated little pockets of energy that we have within us that are connected to our organs, our glands, our emotions, our mind. (laughs) To the planets, they connect to the metadoo. So they, you know, because it's energy, it's the part of us that connects us with the spirit realm. Mm. basically um, and they are as I said connected with all aspects of us as well so it's like the, the they call the souls of Ra sometimes mm. it's the spiritual energy centers okay and you, you mentioned some you mentioned that um, you know people have blockages in uh, their chakras or you know weak auras and things of that nature. Uh, if a person has blockages um, within their chakras, like what does that mean and what type of impact does that have on a, a person's uh, health and their overall state of being when they have these blockages? That is an excellent question. What we understand is that when a person gets physically sick, that is the last stage of the sickness. Mm. Yeah. It shows up and you feel it physically. It's been there for some time. So it starts usually in a mental, spiritual, or emotional issue that has not been resolved. So, for example, people who have a lot of heartbreak in their lives and go through a lot of stuff tend to have a weaker heart it'll manifest physically as heart disease or Mm -hmm. poor circulation or lung disease or something, you know, close to that heart center. But it's based in the fact that the person has been heartbroken so many times and not healed from the heartbreak. Right. Mm -hmm. So the energy center, which is there, the Kepra, we call it, at the heart is blocked. Because the person is sad, 
and they can go through their lives 10 years, 20 years or more holding sadness or mm-hmm. anger or bitterness in that heart and keep that energy blocked. And then at some point, the blockage seeps out to the heart itself, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the actual heart, you know, and it starts to affect the physical part. Right. So, um, you know, that is why it's important that we understand how these chakras, these are read to work and, you know, what they're associated with and how we keep them balanced. Right. Um, because they, they are important parts of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And that's also why um, a woman who has had fibroid issues can go get the fibroids cut out. And then a year or two later, they come right back. Right. It's not necessary. It's not a physical issue. It's the fact that the woman has some stuff going on with her womb and her emotions and her past, most likely, mm-hmm. that yeah. she never resolved. And it's just going to keep on festering until she resolves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what my experience has taught me. Yeah, I'm happy you brought that up mm-hmm. uh, because... Uh, that's just an important piece uh, because people continue to uh, repeat these same cycles of health. You know, they, they improve their health and then it, it goes back and they, you know, improve it again and it just kind of goes backwards. And it's because they're not addressing uh, the, the emotional trauma that, that they're dealing with. And, um, and I, I know you're, you're in the South and, um, you know, just speaking about, uh, you know, heart conditions and things of that nature. Um, I remember there used to be a term in the South. My, my family grew up in the South as well. And when I was younger, before I came into uh, just this level of consciousness, as far as uh, the healing powers of the body, there was this term, you know, people dying of broken hearts. Mm. And uh, like, I never... I never could agree with that or get that. Like, how could someone die from a broken heart? Like, right. I just don't get it. Um, but really understanding things on the on the deeper level now, I mean, that, you know, that that love and hate uh, vibration is so powerful, you know. And uh, uh, if someone has, you know, an extreme level of blockage in their heart chakra and they have so much trauma that they're holding on in, you know, in that element of their body, you know, they could die literally of uh, a a broken heart from, you know, that level of emotional damage. Yes. And it happens and it happens. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, people just take the pills. Right. And they take the pills for the rest of their life. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you you don't have to do that. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, this is the, this is the work and the information and the medicine that we want to share with our community, because a lot of these things, it's way cheaper to go get you a couple of CDs and some flowers prescription pills. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's things that we can do, um, meditation, breathing, um, the proper eating, just exercising. You don't have to join the gym. You could go outside and walk. Right. <laughs> Just like our ancestors did. We used to walk 20 miles a day sometimes, you know, because that's how we had to get to school at a time. That's my, how my mother got to school walking. Right. You know? so, yeah. um, 
those are things that we that we have to get back to 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 be healthy, right? To be well, to live long, and not just live long, but have a good quality of life. Yeah. Because if you're living long and you're taking them pills, you know, I don't know how how good of a quality of life that you have right. in that way. Yeah. I mean, they they say that the best things in life are for free. And uh, we we neglect them in our society because they are free. Right. You know, we we just recently did a show on uh, the breath and just breathing. It's free, but it's healing and transformative, you know, and you're talking about just, just by simply taking a walk in nature, the healing properties of that, you know, in your in your um, bio, you spoke about. And you said it specifically, you put it in your bio so it means something. You said that you were a tree hugger, mm. right? And 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 I know a lot of times in our uh, society when someone thinks about a tree hugger. It's you know, negative. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> negative, you know what I mean? Um, but it's really a positive thing. Why, yes. why don't you just, just address that a little bit? Like what, what, what do you mean by calling yourself a tree hugger? Sometimes people see that as negative. How could you see that as negative? I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I love nature, and I um, not just love nature and the earth, but I stand on preserving the earth and the trees. And so that is why I included it in my bio, because I do... That's a part of my community work. If I can do something to help save trees or save the water or, you know, help learn teach children about recycling and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, those things are very important to me and to the world. Right. right. So yeah. I stand on that. Nobody call a tree hugger a bad person. How could you? Yeah. <laughs> right. They're the ones who love everybody, you know. Right. Yeah, but you yeah. know what though? It just talks about that. that that's just a reflection of how um, just misdirected um, our society is. You know, when everything is rewired, all of the positive healing stuff, we look at it as like spooky and out there and negative in a sense. And mm-hmm. then all of the things that will literally destroy your health, break you down, you know, pull you further away from who you are, are the things that are embraced and look highly of, mm. you know, <laughs> it's like, it's like we're stuck in the twilight zone. We're disconnected, right yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, I know that, um, you have a lot of things out there to really help people. Um, I know you, you wrote a lot of books. Um, can we talk about your, your, um, your, your publications for a little bit? Yes, I will. Uh, we have six books right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Reiki level one. And that we talked about a little bit. It focuses on the self-healing. Mm-hmm. And we would say that this is the basic information that everyone had um, in ancient times. So it's like information you know, that we can all use, how to make spiritual baths, work with your chakras, your aura, those kind of things. We also have the committed Reiki Level 2, which is really for those who want to heal others using energy healing. Okay. And so it is, um, for anyone, if you have had a Reiki class, you can still 
different information that you can use from that level two book. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're just interested, you know, there's things that you can use. I like to write books that people can practice with and that they'll want to go back and look at it again and Absolutely. say, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I need to, you know, go over that one once more. Um, so we do also have a prayer book and speaking with spirit is, um, I'm, I'm very honored to have brought this book forth. It's mm. over a hundred prayers from ancient Kemet. We come through West Africa and then there's also a section of prayers from our temple members. Nice. Um, so from here in the diaspora. Okay. And um, so this book is important because a lot of young people don't know how to pray. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that was my inspiration for this book. And we have a, you know, a rich history of using words for our power, you mm-hmm. know, and worship and praise and in our rituals and ceremonies and creating, manifesting everything. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure that we could record um, some of the prayers from our ancestors that should not be forgotten. And so that speaking of spirit, that's that's what that one is. Okay. Um, we have recipes for elevation, which is a group of recipes that includes raw foods, vegan foods, um, smoothies. We also have recipes for personal products like body butter and soap and things like that. Great. The recipes so it's a, it's a nice little spin. We have to make it different. And um, we also have two children's books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have I Get Energy from the Sun, which is basically a, a nice picture book for young children to learn about energy. So we talk about, you know, how the sun gives everything energy. And it's I like it. You know, it's it's said to be a good one. I'm thankful. Um, And we have just recently published Light as a Feather, The 42 Laws of My Eyes for Children. And this one, I have to say, is also another very special book um, because it's the first one of its kind that is actually teaching the laws and we rewrote the laws of my eyes in a language for children. Um, and, you know, I have my children, I'm a mother of four, and all of my children grew up <laughs> learning the laws of my eyes. Right. And all would stumble over some of the words, you have to explain them, and, you know, that's fine, it does, it's good, because you, you want to teach and talk to the children. But, however, we felt it was important to share the laws of children who are younger and give it to them in a language that they can you know, really understand and embrace and internalize these laws. Yeah. So um, you can get all of our books at our website, which is at rasekistore.com, and that's R-A-S-E-K-H-I-S-T-O-R-E.com. All the books are also available on Amazon as well. Let me just say this. Um about the about the last two books in particular, mm-hmm. um, starting with uh, I Get Energy from the Sun. Um, we we got that book uh, for 
our daughter, Saora. She just turned six. And I'm telling you, that book really just opened her mm-hmm. consciousness up to mm-hmm. a whole other level. And, you know, for a lot of listeners, you know, we have, you know, listeners of, of all ages, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and, and above. And the thing is, a lot of them are just really beginning to come into this concept of energy and understanding that um, energy is needed and it can be used and the importance of it. So to be able to introduce these concepts to our daughter at six has been uh, profound. Like she yes. really, she really gets it when she reads it and just understands the different forms of energy. And, you know, in your book on a very basic level, you talk about auras, you talk about chakras and she is being introduced to these concepts. And now our six year old daughter understands energy mm-hmm. and she understands how you get it. She knows about the chakra. She knows about the auras. And she got this um, from your book. So I think that that is a powerful and important book for everyone out there that has children to to get so that they can begin at an early age teaching their children about themselves and, and just looking at life from more of a of a holistic perspective. So yes. we definitely thank you for that book. Definitely. Yeah, actually, yeah. we we read it last night. Actually, both of your children's books, we read it last night before she went to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she loves them. Yeah. Um, even uh, the, the, the Ma'at book. Um, is 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 profound as well. Yeah, it's um it's an enjoyable read. It's something that um like you said, you rewrote the law so that they can understand it, and it applies to their lives, so they can understand it at their level and in their lives at where they're at. And um, she loves that story as well. And to see herself in the stories and the um, illustrations were amazing. The pictures and everything. Yeah. 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 That was that was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's peace. I love to hear. Yeah. About the children reading. Um, You know, as I said, I'm a mother, so I used to read to my children like every night. And you all know how it is. Yeah. And so I'm (laughs) thankful to bring something different, you know, to our children. And like you said, give them the opportunity to learn these concepts at an early age. Yeah. Yes, it's so needed. Now, for the adults that um, want to learn these things on a deeper level, uh, we know that you do training all over the country. Um, would you like to share with us um, about the the training that you do, and and you know some upcoming uh, dates of in, in locations of where you're going to be for our listeners? Okay, do I? We do offer Kinetic Reiki Level 1, 2, and 3 classes. Um, We will have our next classes, Kinetic Reiki Level 1 and 2, in Philly at the Haven, April 8th through the 10th. So on Friday evening, we're going to have a group healing fair and meditation and that's open to all who want to attend. And then Saturday we'll do level one. Sunday we'll do level two. And you can get information about that or register for 
those classes at RaseckiHealing.com. Okay. Um, we also do have a couple of retreats that are coming up. One would be our seventh annual solstice retreat. I'm like, I can't believe it's been seven years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. so um, that is going to be in June, eight, the June the 18th through the 22nd. And that is always held at the beach during that summer solstice. So we have the sun energy and the ocean energy, and it's, it's a really beautiful, powerful time for healing. Um, and then we also have another retreat to Jamaica planned. Nice. So we went to Jamaica in December last year for the first time for the classes, and it was an outstanding trip. It's just a beautiful group that we are connected with there. Um, we have a beautiful raw food chef who... I mean, the food was amazing. I want to go back to eat more. Can we just go back and just eat some more? Um, but, you know, Jamaica is a beautiful, beautiful country to yeah. visit. The weather was beautiful. We got to go to the Blue Lagoons, to the beach, and just, it, it was just powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, as we talk about energy, you know, being in a place like that where the vibration is totally different it, it was just really outstanding so uh, we're going again in december of this year uh december 1st through the 6th and uh, we and definitely invite and encourage you all to join us because jamaica is just it was a beautiful trip yeah. all around really. okay that's great and uh you know, we're we're gonna have uh, listeners of this show because people can always go back. What what happens normally is someone will get exposed to our show, and then they'll start going back and listening to our older shows. So we'll have people listening to this show for years to come. Uh, so for people that uh, may listen to this show and, and after um, you've already done these events, uh, where can they go to get information on your your newest upcoming? events and things that you offer? All right. You can always see our events on our RaseckiHealing.com site. That's R-A-S-E-K-H-I-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com. And we're also on social media. So we have a Raseki Accentual page on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, we have videos there, and so we are we are around. You can definitely connect with us and see what we're doing, and stay connected with what we have coming up. We do have some online classes coming up as well. Uh, we'll be doing a pendulum youth class, a ear candling class, and two other things. So. Uh, we definitely encourage everyone to visit us online. And we do have some beautiful um, products at our Rap City store site. So we have um, books, incense, crystals, herbal remedies, and a few other things listed there. Um, we, we want to keep it metaphysical, healthy. We always promote health and wellness. Yes. And, um, yeah, so whenever you listen, you can definitely uh, find us 
in one of those locations. Okay. And uh, just to switch gears a little bit, um, if if a person is just starting out on their journey of holistic health and wellness, what type of advice would you give them? If they are just starting out, I would say do what you can with what you have. Mm-hmm. So... I have had a lot of students through the years, and a lot of people will say, well, I didn't do this spiritual bath because I didn't have, you know, this, this, and that. And they might go weeks without doing it when you can do it with what you have. You don't have to wait, you know. And I think that um, a lot of people do procrastinate and put things off, and that makes the process slower. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, take those steps and do it. That's the most important thing. Right. We, we read, we went through a good cycle of reading and learning our history, and now we have to put some things into practice. Right. So are on the path, take some action. Mm-hmm. You know, practice what you're learning about. Put it into use, into your life, and see how it works for you. And yes. that is the best teacher that you will ever have, really. And... If there was only one thing that a person could do, they only had that one thing uh, for their health that could be the most impactful, what would that be for you? Hmm. The most impactful thing for your health is to be in tune with yourself. Mm. Yes. Tune in to your spirit to your mind, to your body. You should you should be able to feel when your energy is shifting. You should learn your body and yourself enough to know, you know, when you need water, when you need other minerals or vitamins, um, when you need to rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Don't rest yourself. Know, know thyself. That's why that was so important because right. that is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are all different. Everything works differently for everyone. But the one thing that holds true for everyone is that no one knows you better than you. And if you don't know yourself, you got you messed up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are and what you need and what makes you happy, what makes you kick and all of those kind of things and how to love yourself, then, you know, nothing else really matters because you're going to destruct yourself if you don't love yourself. Right. You're going to self-destruct, period. Yeah, and that's golden, um, loving yourself and, and knowing yourself, you know, because a lot of times in our society, we want other people to, to fix us and, and to know us. And, you know, just sitting down in front of someone for a few minutes, they, they don't know you and they can't know you. Um, so you have to, to know yourself. Right. Um, so that's golden. And, and your other advice as far as uh, just doing what you can with what you have is, is so golden because, I mean, we as practitioners, we know, you know, people will find any reason <laughs> to, to put it off. You know, right, so you to take action. Yeah, so to take action, no matter what, with whatever it is that you have, is going to be better than not doing anything. Because not doing anything is the worst position that you could possibly be in, and that, that's blockage. 
So um, we really appreciate you and the work that you're doing yes. and uh, this powerful interview of introducing a lot of new concepts to people and just sharing with people the amazing uh, publications and things that uh, you're doing and out throughout our community and throughout the country. Um, are there any uh, final uh, thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners? Uh, well, I did not start like I usually do. I, I would first give thanks to the creator, to my spirit guides, to the great mother segment. And I thank you all for um, giving me this opportunity to share with you and our listeners. And I would say um, this is the time for us to be active. If mm-hmm. not any other time before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel a little pressure right now to do more, it's because you're dead mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. So if you're not dead and you are feeling that pressure, do more. Mm-hmm. Stand up, speak up, take action, return to my eyes, return to your culture. That is our greatest medicine against another uh, overbearing, hurtful culture. Mm-hmm. Our medicine is our own culture. Right. Yeah. That's Powerful. our greatest healing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, before we go, we just want to let everyone know um, all the information that was discussed in this interview, all of Kajara's contact information, her store, her website, the events that she's doing now and in the future, um, her social media information. Just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash Kajara. That's jkhealthtribe.com forward slash Kajara. And Kajara is spelled K-A-J-A-R-A. And you can get access to all the information and Kajara thanks once again for the work that you have done that you continue to do keep pressing forward keep doing the work and uh, we thank you for that yeah thank you do I do I thank you both much love and light right, sis we'll talk to you soon alright peace and blessings so that is the conclusion of our interview with Kajara. Hopefully you enjoyed it, but most importantly, you received value from it. And before we go, we just want to let you know that we teamed up with audiobooks so you can get a free audiobook and try their service out free for 30 days. So just go over to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash books. That's jkhealthtribe.com forward slash books. And you can download your free audiobook, try out their trial. And if you're not happy with the service, cancel at any time but you still get to keep your free audiobook. So why not listen to something empowering that's going to uplift and educate you while you're on the go? So just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash books and get your free audiobook today. So until next time, live healthier. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the eight effective ways to lose weight and keep it off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.